Welcome to another episode of the Get Back Coach presented by Apollo Media. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Bowl season is among us. Only a few days away on Friday, we have bowl games coming up and they will be here until January 10th when the final of the college football playoff commences. Right now, we have Joey Pop joining us today, coming back for another episode. Uh, Jay, not here at the moment. The internet in Houston is apparently down. He may or may not be joining us halfway through. They got to figure that out. They do have to figure it out. Those Texans have to figure that out. Uh, their, their internet grid. They have to figure out the internet grid. Um, so we might see Jay. We might not. But the show is definitely going to go on. We are definitely going to miss him if he doesn't show up for the rest of the episode. Um, Joe, do you want to get right into this? Let's just that we got we got a ton of games. We, we have to. I'm making notes. I'm ready to roll. All right, here we go. Uh, so we got the Bahamas Bowl, Miami of Ohio versus UAB. Right now, UAB is an 11-point favorite in this one. Um, Joe, what are you thinking? What are you liking? Uh, I'm actually going to ride with over 44 and a half for two reasons here. One, both these teams can score. Yes, both of them have also had spills of games where they haven't been able to score. So we could see a cold streak. But here's the thing. It's the first game of bowl season. It's the Bahama Bowl. Points, 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 points. This is like a 27-24 type of game here. So I, I think it's actually going to be a lot tighter than than they're making it. So give me the over. Okay. I'm actually glad you said it's going to be tighter because I like Miami of Ohio plus 11. Um, I think Miami of Ohio sneaky defense. I know you said uh, both teams like to put up points. If Miami of Ohio can kind of st- – just slow down that Blazers running attack with uh, Dwayne McBride. I think they're going to have a shot here. I like Red Hawks plus 11. That's a good pick. I like that. I like I like that to start. Um, all right. Probably one of the best games this weekend, and I don't think enough people are talking about it, uh, Sunbelt champ Troy versus Conference USA champ uh, UTSA. Right now, Troy, one and a half point favorite and i like the troy trojans here uh i i love their defense i think their defense is really going to um make frank harris and utsa work a little bit and listen utsa not the best defense in the world they do not play in a defensive league i think troy um kind of holds frank harris and them at bay i like troy Trojans in this one. So I, I one promise and a half. Gonna, yeah, I promise I'm not going to do this the whole time, but I am taking the over 54 and a half for this as well. I bet against Texas Saint Anne uh, a, a few times this year. Yeah, and I've lost every single time. I don't want to bet against them, but when I look at the sides, I do like Troy a little bit more based on their schedule. But I'm going to take the points here. I think we're going to see some points. Both these teams can get up and down as well. Yeah, uh, Troy more of ground and pound. Frank ha- or UTSA is going to be more that like option, um, option style. But no, I I like Troy. I do like Troy. Fifty four uh, is not a lot in college. It's not Troy's defense worries me though, because I, I can see I can see Troy's defense stopping them. 
I don't think if they really were going to stop them that much, I think that line would not be one and a half. I think you'd be closer to two and a half, three. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, now we're into Saturday. Oh, this one has probably some of the, the most drama in it. Fenway ball, Cincinnati versus Louisville. They're bringing back the keg of nails for this. And then also Louisville head coach, Scott Satterfield going to Cincinnati said he's going to stay away from the game in respect to both programs. Also, they will be sharing a sideline. I'm sure that's going to come into play at all. One thing I want to talk about with this game real quick, and then we'll move on. If he's going from one team to the other and they have one sideline, he should just coach both teams. (laughs) Like there's just no, there's like, there's no other way about it. His record, it doesn't count for his record, Mm -hmm. but make him coach both teams. It would be hysterical. Oh man. Oh, it would be like, absolutely. Same sideline, him just standing in the middle with, with the, um, who is the AJ Hawks? Who's AJ Hawks' sister married to? Um, Brady oh Quinn God. was it? Brady Quinn? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady Quinn. Yeah. Yes. The 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 half Brady Quinn, half mm-hmm. AJ, like the half yes. Louisville, half uh, Cincinnati smock on with the half visor. Oh, absolutely. How That'd are you gonna, How are you going to keep the two teams from not colliding in the middle at some point? Like, it, it, this might end in a fight. It, I'm telling you, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. It's going to be a good, hard fought game. And then you have the added <laughs> factor of the fact they're on the same sidelines. This is going to be awesome. Absolutely. Um, I like Louisville minus one. Um, they've been playing a better ball towards the end of the year. Um, listen, they, I think um, Cincinnati, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, Cincinnati has Yasir Abdullah and Yaya Diaby um, on, with, on their defensive line who are really freaking good. Um, but I do like Louisville in this one. I like Louisville to keep the keg of nails a little bit longer. Louisville minus one. Yep, Louisville minus one. They're a cover machine this year. Cincinnati sucks at covering three, eight, and one this year. So give me Louisville. Okay. Um, let's see. Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, Oregon State versus Florida. Um, Florida has a bit of a mass exodus going on with their team. Uh, Oregon State has no one. Looks like no one's opting out of this bowl game. Um, Oregon State, grounded pound, uh, decent defense. I think Oregon State puts a pound on them. The line is uh, 10.5 in favor of the Beavers, and I do think they – um, they cover that. I think they cover the spread. I know it's a lot. I think a lot of people are going to put money on Florida because of the name there. And I think they're going to lose money. Beaver. I continue to have beaver fever 10 and a half. This is one that you can ladder this up. If you really want to get some value, go for the over 10 and a half. They're going to cover that. You can probably get a minus 14 for a little bit of value. And I think you can get them all the way up to minus 17, minus 20. They're going to kick the shit out of Florida. All right, yeah, I think so too. Oh, I'm gonna love every second of it. Um, yeah. Here we go. The L.A. Bowl, uh, Washington State versus Fresno State. Fresno State. Okay, so this line jumped. This was a minus. Fresno State was favored by one. Fresno State is now a three point favorite over Washington State, and 
I am still going to take Fresno. I still like Fresno State in that matchup. Uh, Fresno State has lost one game since Jake Hayner played an entire game, and that is Oregon State, where they lost 35-32. Listen, Wazoo, solid defense, but they're in a conference that doesn't play a lot of defense, so they might look better than they actually are. Um, Fresno State has the better quarterback with Jake Hayner. This is probably going to be his going away. This is his going away game. So I like Fresno State to win against the Power 5 opponent. I like Fresno State. Yeah, I am also taking Fresno State minus the three here. I think that they are the better team, and I think they're going to cover the spread as well. The, the line jump, I actually saw that, and that was the indicator for me that smart money knows where this is going. Yeah, no. We're absolutely. a lot of the same stuff here so far. I know. It's, it's kind of sad. Um, it's scary. Fresno, I will say this. If you're going to run a confidence pool, though, I would put if you're gonna take Fresno, put them a little bit like in the middle. Put them in the middle, don't yes. because yeah, some okay, wacky yeah, yeah. things can still happen. What was zoo? But yeah. I do like Fresno uh, minus three. Um, the Lending Tree Bowl, Rice versus Southern Miss. Um, right now, Southern Miss is a six and a half point favorite. Um, so here's the thing: I like Southern Miss with the with the six and a half again. Playing better ball right now, uh, plus good running back with Frank Gore Jr. Um, I think they have better quarterback play. And on top of that, if you want to take uh, Fresno State, or sorry, not Fresno State, if you want to take Southern Miss, I would also pair that with under 46. Really? I would, yes. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm, Rice I'm, is going to score a lot. I'm taking the minus six and a half. Okay. I Just think that they're gonna, yeah, I think they're going to be able to cover by a touchdown. Okay, I like this one a lot. Nice. Um, all right, New Mexico Bowl, SMU versus BYU. Oh wow, what just happened here? So again, so I took notes yesterday, Joe. I had BYU as a two and a half point dog. This line has jumped to SMU minus five and a half. Yeah. So, so somebody, somebody someone knows, knows someone knows something that happened uh, yesterday or two days ago. So I'm going to stay away from the line, the spread, and I'm going to take over. I'm going to take over 64. Oh my God. You and I on the same page here. I got SMU BYU over 64. Now that was obviously before the news. That does make me a little bit weary that there's obviously some offensive player that's not going to be playing here for BYU, but I'm still going to rock with the over because I just think that SMU can score. I mean, 77 to 63, I think that when they played Houston, like they could, they could potentially cover this entire spread by themselves. I don't think that they will. BYU is a little bit better on defense, but Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take the over 64. Okay. Over 64. Uh, let's see here. Frisco Bowl. We got Boise State, uh, ten and a half point favorite over North Texas. Um, I like Boise. Uh, Boise's coming off a loss to Fresno State. Um, listen, North Texas have a decent offense with Austin, um, Austin Yoon, or on Austin on, and he's also a twenty-nine year old uh, qu- quarterback. So again, he's a year younger than me, which is absolutely insane to be doing this <laughs> right now at that age. Um, 
decent offense, but I, I, I honestly think Boise State's going to shut them down. They are, they are going to be more ground and pound if they can tighten up their special teams, which I think they will, especially against North Texas. I think Boise State covers this. I do like Boise State uh, covering ten and a half right now. I hate the hook, though. I really hate the hook. The hook's tough here in this one. Um, I, we're, we're kind of on the same mindset, just different picks. I'm actually taking under 57 and a half. This Boise State defense has been good yeah. and good all year, especially when playing competition below them. So I think that they're they're going to do exactly what you said. I think they're going to kind of shut this team down. I wouldn't be shocked if they hold them to like under like 17 points. So uh-huh. give me give me 57 and a half under. You know what, Joe? I like under 57 like too. I'm adding that. I'm adding that to my card. I'm adding that to my card. Um, Here we go. Uh, We're now on Monday, December 19th. Um, The Myrtle Beach Bowl Marshall, 10-point favorite over UConn. I like the Thundering Herd. Uh, I like Charles Huff as a football coach. And I think with Gamage through the air, uh, Callum LeBourne on the ground, I do like the Thundering Herd to – uh, beat UConn. I think UConn's just kind of going to be happy to be there, and Marshall's going to be kind of out for blood. All right, so hear me out. The total in this game is 41. Yes. That is telling you everything you need to know, and that is telling you UConn plus 10 is the pick here. They're expecting a low-scoring game. When you have an over-under of 41, they're daring you to bet the over, meaning they think it's going to come under. Not enough points are going to be scored for UConn or for Marshall to cover, mm-hmm. UConn covers plus 10. Ooh. I, I mean, I, I like it. I do like it. Um, I This can also be one of those games where Marshall is up by four or five, and then they score a late touchdown because UConn wants to try and do something funky, which I, is always the gamble, which is always the gamble. But, but also, I, I, I like Marshall. Let me play devil's advocate. How many more times in your life are you going to get the chance to confidently bet on the UConn football team? Not, many. not a lot. Not many. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> also, just here's a little trivia question. Who was the last team UConn played in a bowl game? Oh, my God. Um, Do you want the year? I'll give you a year. Give me the year. 2014. Or, sorry, 2015. 2015, they were in a bowl game? Yeah, they were. Really? What bowl? Yeah. Ah, uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't have that. I don't um, have that information. I mean, that's been seven. It's been seven years, Joe. I don't know why SMU is the first thing that popped in my head. But that feels wrong. Well, uh, not a bad guess. Um, but the correct answer is Marshall. Oh shit! So look at that. Look at um, that. There's a flat circle. That's probably going to be the Affleck trivia question. I'm just waiting for it. That's a hundred percent going to be the Affleck if. <laughs> If, if the game's sponsored by Affleck. If it is, I don't know. Wait, I'm not in there for you. Um, the famous Idaho potato ball on the Smurf turf, uh, Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State. San Jose State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I don't have a whole lot here. I like San Jose State, though. Uh, just quarterback play, uh, Shavon Cordero. Um I watched. I've seen him play a few times. I've seen Eastern Michigan once and twice on Maction. They have a better offense than you think from that team. I think their colors make them look slow. 
that dark green and that that yeah. charcoal color. Um, it's, a, it's a bad color combo for like for a football it team. Is. It's very it unathletic is. looking. And then they play on that the 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 turf that's like different colors too. It's like that charcoalish. But I like San Jose State here three and a half. Uh, quarterback play. Yeah, uh, this is a hate the hook game. So three and a half is a hate the hook. I'll I'll take San Jose minus the three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I straight up bet this, I'm buying the hook to get a minus three. Because okay. this is definitely one where I'm going to end up losing by three. I can see it already. All right. Uh, the Boca Raton Bowl, Liberty versus Toledo. Toledo, the Rockets are a five-point favorite. Joe, who do you got? So I have Liberty plus five, and I have to ask because you're more in tune with this, is somebody hurt that I don't know about? Because plus five in this game doesn't make any sense. Yes, Liberty's been a little bit of a snide here, but they've played a lot. They played a lot of good teams this year and lost in close games. So I just think with with enough firepower that they have, they can keep this within five. Like this can be a field goal game or they can win it out right here. So something telling me somebody's not playing or somebody's hurt that I don't know about. Um... I can do a, a quick little check here. I don't have anything in my notes, but let's Liberty. Um, receivers out. Okay. But that kind of makes really a sense. Ogle. Oh, the dude from, I think he played for, I think he used to play for um, Indiana. Ogle. I don't know. No, um, I don't think so. Well, then I feel confident with plus five here. Yeah, this – oh, they're running backs out. Yeah, they're running backs out. Day, Day-Day Hunter. But I, I don't think that's enough to move that line. I don't, I don't think Listen, so. I like Toledo. I like Toledo's defense. Toledo plays really good defense. Liberty has been all over the place. I mean, what, what didn't Akron beat the ever-living crap out of them? So well, I mean, so I mean, ups and downs, and then they play. They play. I, I forget who, who. Maybe even Old Miss. They played Old Miss earlier this year, and like, lose yeah, by like they, they were something like that. They were like okay in the game, like Ole Miss played yeah. again. But ever since Hugh Freeze has been linked to other jobs, and now he just took the Auburn job. I I don't know. Uh, I just think that Liberty is in a bad way. I, listen, I usually like the coach leaves when the coach leaves. You bet That's on the team. Point. Yes. But you, but Liberty went in the opposite direction. Liberty's been awful, and uh, Toledo's playing some good ball. Plus, I'm never gonna, I'm never going to um, root for Liberty ever. So, <laughs> um, Toledo. Let's see here. Uh, the New Orleans Bowl. South Alabama is an eight point favorite over Western Kentucky. I really like the Panthers here. Um, listen, Western Kentucky played 13 games this year. But if you look, they really haven't played really. I mean, I don't know. They haven't really played anyone that great. South Alabama has played some quality opponents, okay? Um, both loss, both of their losses have come in a combined of five points, and they came to Troy and UCLA. Um, I like uh, South Alabama. Uh, Yam Banks is the guy to watch out for. Um, big-time player, big-time secondary guy. Uh, I like South Alabama minus eight. I am taking over 53 and a half here. South Alabama is going to put up like 44 themselves. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that there's enough there for Western Kentucky yeah. to get. This is a South Alabama big time scoring game. Mm. What'd you get that over at? 
I see 53 and a half. I'm going to pair that too. That just seems that seems way too low to me. Yep. I like that. I'm going to I'm putting that through over 53 and a half too. Okay. Um Armed Forces Bowl Baylor versus Air Force. Uh Baylor is a six and a half point favorite in this one. Um Joe, what do you got? Uh, so this one's this one's killing me because I want to bet I want to bet Air Force here so bad. Like you hate so the, bad. It's because you hate the troops. No, you I love the troops, the troops. Don't you? you hate I them. love the troops. Oh, I want to bet them so bad. But Baylor, I think, is the better team. I'm, I'm taking – give me Air Force plus six and a half. There we go. I am taking Air Force plus six and a half, and this is why. Um, veteran team. This is a veteran team. Listen, nine and three for Air Force, you think, hey, that's a great year. They had higher hopes than that. Yeah. Okay. They wanted to be the Mountain West champ. They wanted a shot at a New Year's Six Bowl. I thought they were going to win the Mountain West. Um, I expect the Bears towards the end of this game to kind of be worn down. They've shown a lot of weakness defensively. And I do believe Air Force is going to be able to run up and down the field on them. What is the under in this? Over under uh, 50. Uh, it's here's nah. the thing Air Force, Air Force plays games where they put up 40 and give up 20, and then they play games where it's like 10 and 17. They're, yeah, they're, their defense can show up. Uh, I'd stay away from the over under. Yeah, I'm not, I I'd stay away it. from this over under. I, I think Air Force plus six and a half is a safe pick. I do. I would really love it plus seven, though. I would really love if we all love it plus seven, but you <laughs> listen, gambling ain't easy. We know this. Gambling's not easy. Um, it's not easy. Um, all right. Independence bowl. We have Houston, a six and a half favorite over Louisville. Actually check. Yes. A six and a half point favorite over uh, Louisiana Lafayette, the raging Cajuns. I hate that. I like Houston in this. Um, I, I, I love Houston in this. Yeah. I, Listen, Houston is a Houston really underperformed this year. Um, they beat someone pretty bad towards the end of the year, and I can't think of who. Oh, they boat raced East Carolina. Um, I just think I just think offensively they're going to destroy Louisiana's defense, and I think because of that they're going to set the tone early, and Louisiana's not going to be able to catch up. Um, Mon- I, I think we're going to get a monster game from uh, Clayton Tune. Listen, I don't love Dana Holgerson. Um, I love him as a character. I, I think he's a, an amazing coordinator. I don't think Dana Holgerson is that good of a, a head football coach, but I do like them in this situation against Louisiana. Yeah, me too. Six and a half, Houston. Six and a half to me feels like a uh, feels like a very coverable game. I think, you know what, and I want this on the record, so that way if it happens, we can all look back at the tape and be like, oh, my God, that was amazing. This could lose on a missed extra point. Just putting it out there. I could see this losing them winning by six on a missed extra point. Just that throwing be, that out. That's that's a Dana Holgerson move right there. I'm just throwing that's it out. That's the there. Dana special. Um, damn it! I hate that you put that into existence. I'm just um, throwing. I know. The two twenty or the twenty three minute mark. Just twenty three minute. Oh, we're we're golden. Uh, the Gasparilla Bowl. That's in Tampa Bay, if you didn't know. They're, they love their Pirates in Tampa Bay. That's how they got the Buccaneers name. Um, Wake Forest, minus one over Missouri. Um, 
listen, keep your eye on Sam Hartman. Um, I believe he's playing in this game. I, I haven't seen anything yet. That can all change uh, by the weekend. Um, there are also cir- – apparently there's rumors circulating he might even transfer. Wow. Again, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything concrete on that. They're East Lansing is beautiful this time of year, by the way. Is Thorn gone? Thorn's gone? <laughs> is Peyton Thorn gone? Uh yeah, that uh, that should be okay. Um if not, I hope. Yeah, so I don't know. If he enters the transfer portal uh before this game starts, you might want to jump on Missouri. Uh if Sam Hartman plays, I do like the Demon Deacons. Um listen. The Tigers are going to – Missouri's going to show some resistance early in this football game. Um, Missouri might be winning early in this football game, but I I just think offensively they aren't going to have what it takes. I do like Wake Forest. I love their offense. I love Dave Clawson as a coach. I love him a lot more than Rugrat from uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, Eli Drinkowitz, and his dumbass. Um, Eli Drinkowitz. uh, Do you see him uh, over the weekend at the basketball game? No, what did he holding do? a sign that says five, uh, five level one infractions? Like it's a, sh- it's like a slight at Kansas basketball, and they, and their athletic department pretty much refused to play Kansas in a bowl game because that was like an old rivalry. They didn't, didn't want to do it, like oh they were too, they were too good for them. So screw them, screw Zoo. I'm taking Demon Deacons minus one. So I uh, I'm taking Missouri plus one. I like them outright. I I wrote down over 60 and a half if Sam plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he doesn't, I I I'm not going to touch that over under. I think it goes mm-hmm. under 60 and a half at that point most likely. But I really like exactly what you're talking about. Mizzou had plenty of game like a lot of great losses this year. Games mm-hmm. where they were in it, they played teams tight, including Georgia. They lost by like three or four to yep. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Played uh, played Kentucky really tight as well. So I I just think. Going through the SEC, I, I think that they're going to be built a little bit better to to hang here, and I, I like them to win this game outright. Them in the trenches, yes. But yeah. I do think skill wise, Wake's better. That's kind of like. Oh, but if Sam better. Hartman, if Sam Hartman's in the portal, you jump Missouri. Um, yeah. I will, I will respectfully not, I will respectfully not bet the game because screw Eli Drinkwitz. But if I'm telling you guys, if Sam Hartman jumps in the portal or he's not playing uh jump on mizzou yeah it's one of those things too i think where it's like this game either ends with mizzou winning a really tight one or mizzou losing by like 14 plus because if you look at wake forest all year they've even in their losses they haven't gotten blown out because they have enough firepower there to to stick with anybody no yeah absolutely um one of my favorite holiday traditions, watching the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve. So the Hawaii Bowl, we have uh, Middle Tennessee State is a seven-point dog against San Diego State. Um, both teams coming off seven and five campaigns. Um, a few factors that might make you lean Blue Raiders. Um, quarterback play with Chase Cunningham and their ability to pass rush. Jo- Jordan Ferguson and Marley Cook. Watch for them to get after this Aztecs. I like Middle Tennessee to cover. And, uh, Joe, don't be afraid to sprinkle a little money line on this one, too. I kind of like money line Middle Tennessee. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I have Middle Tennessee plus the seven. These are This is a game, too, especially when you get into bowl season, when you're looking at betting games. You know, everybody's going to be hanging out. Uh, it's going to be, you know, 
close to Christmas time. Um, so when you get two teams that are kind of like on the same level, you don't know, take the guy, take the guys uh, down by a touchdown because in these types of games to win by more than a touchdown, when you have two teams like this, it's very difficult to do. Yep. So no. I, I like middle Tennessee state and I like them also as a sprinkle option. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Oh, here we go. Quick, the quick lane bowl. I believe this one is in Detroit. Bowling Green, three-point favorite over New Mexico State. Listen, I love Derry Kill. New Mexico State is an absolutely great story. But, and the Aggies are going bowling again. Everything's great. But it's it's crazy to say, but Bowling Green is more battle-tested. New Mexico State does, they do have an impressive win over Liberty. but that was when Liberty was going through kind of like a turmoil. Um, but the rest of their schedule is straight trash. They haven't beaten anybody that of, of quality. Um, Bowling green has, has actually been more battle tested. Um, the Aggies lose their first bowl game ever. They are three Oh, and one in bowl games. They're going to lose their first one ever. Bowling really? green. I did minus not know three. Yes. Wow. Bowling green minus three. Yeah, I, I am also taking Bowling Green minus three. I love how they they came on at the end of the season and almost had a chance to to kind of win the win the match in there at the end with yep. everything that was going on, especially with Buffalo losing a game there. I wanted to see what would happen if they had like forced Buffalo to like play a game or what was going to happen. But um, for this game, I like Bowling Green minus the three as well. Yeah, well, yeah, Bowling, uh, Buffalo had to they had to play the Akron game. Oh, that's right. That's right. I Buffalo forgot that they actually because with the with the um with the blizzard, they yeah. had to play the Akron game. Uh, that was like a preview. That was a really good game, by the way. Um, Akron, Akron might be maybe coming up, but that that's a that's a story for another day. Um, the Camellia Bowl, uh, Buffalo versus Georgia Buffalo. Southern. Georgia Southern three and a half point favorites. Listen, Clay Helen has, has has this high powered offense. Buffalo did not show me anything good in their lo- or sorry, in their win to Akron. They should have lost to Akron. Um, I like Georgia Georgia Southern here, but I will say I have a little prediction, not bowl game prediction, but okay. Joe, how would you feel about Clay Helton, new head coach of the Purdue Boilermakers? What are you telling me here? I think. You think it's gonna happen? I think it has a chance. And this could be totally out of left field. I've been seeing a couple Purdue people kind of throw those feelers out on online. Just like, hey, you know, this is a guy that fits the fits the mold of Purdue. Good, good guy. You don't have to worry about him getting in trouble. Um, who's gonna bring a offense to your program? Just saying, Clay Helton to Purdue. It 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 might have it might have some traction. But before this, I like Georgia Southern three and a half. Hopefully that doesn't announce because if Clay Helton does go somewhere else, uh, Georgia Southern might be, I don't know. Do you think it's down or do you think they're just going to blow them out? I I think they're going to blow them out no matter what. And I also have a minus three and a half. Even if if he does announce or leaves or something like that, you've already built this machine for the end of the year and you're Mm -hmm. just just going through the motions at this point. So I I still think three and a half no matter what. I do like that offense. Yeah, offense is great. I was between the over under, but 67 and a half is just a little bit too, too much. Good. 
It's yeah. it's too much. Uh, I don't trust Buffalo. Exactly. I don't trust Buffalo. That's the you problem. just don't know what Buffalo is going to show up. Yeah, because if it's the Buffalo that played Akron, it, it's it's not good. Yeah. Um, first responders bowl: Memphis versus Utah State. Um, these two offenses are like polar opposites. Um, Memphis is more pass first with Seth Hennigan, uh, where Utah State is going to be more run heavy with Calvin Tyler Jr. at the running back position. Um, I like Utah State's ability to. I like their philosophy. It travels better, but I think I just think Memphis is a more complete team. I like Memphis Tigers. I like Memphis to cover. I don't love the pick. I'm going to be honest. I don't love the pick. But again, if this is a confidence thing, I would I would put this one a little bit lower on your confidence. But I I, I would take Memphis minus seven. I feel like you and I are are we're riding a, a very similar brainwave today. I feel like a lot of our picks have been the same because I I don't like either side on this. I'm actually taking the over 61 and a half. Mm-hmm. Both teams I think can put 30 up fairly easy almost any night. Um, and I think Memphis I think Memphis wins. Um, and I think if they do, they're going to have to put up at least 35, 34. So I think that's enough to cover this spread. So our total, so over 61 and a half for me for this one. Okay. Um, solid. Uh, Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. Um, what am what, I missing here? What am I missing here? So I don't know East what Car- line you had yesterday, but the line. I had, I had 10 and a half yesterday or two days ago. Now it's at nine. Yeah, wh- wh- what am I missing here? You're telling I... me Coastal is going to lose by more than 10? I can't see it. Wait, what? I think no, East Carolina all day. Not by that much. Oh, 100. Coastal Carolina has looked terrible. That doesn't matter. They're, that's no. too many points for a bowl game in this sense. No. No way. East Carolina is going to blow the doors they are going to nope. blow the doors off of Coastal. I I, I disagree respectfully. Wow, I we disagree. On, dude, this is the first time we're really on like opposite opposite yeah. wavelengths here. I think I think Coastal Carolina is going to keep this thing well within a touchdown. Let me see if there's anyone on the. Hang on, let, let's see if there's anyone on an injury report here. Okay, for East Carolina. Um. Oh wait. ABC. Oh, here you go. Oh, Harris has been out for a while. All right, their tight end. Yeah, he has. Uh, uh, I don't think their tight end. Their tight end isn't. I mean, he's good. But listen, Ehlers, Mitchell, Winstead. The three-headed monster that East Carolina has, uh, I think, is really going to take it to Coastal's defense that hasn't been great this year. Um, I love East Carolina. I think East Carolina is going to blow them out, um, especially if Grayson McCall is in a hundred percent. If they could, wait, they could. Grayson McCall, Grayson McCall's in the portal, by the way. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. McCall's in the portal. So that might be what you're missing on top of that. That's, that might be exactly what I'm missing. Um, Joe, you got to take East Carolina, man. I'm right. I'm riding coastal. You're going to ride coastal. Riding toast. Bad move. East Carolina. I take. I take. I take East Carolina thir- by thirteen. Mm, I wow. take East. Car- I'd go up to thirteen with East Carolina. Disagree respectfully. Love East Carolina. If hey, if you're playing, if you're picking straight up games, 
take put East Carolina towards the top of your card if you're picking straight up. Oh, love don't, East Carolina. Don't, don't fall for it. Come on, come on, don't. <laughs> this is come on. Listen, uh, guaranteed rate bowl Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin. Um, right now, so Wisconsin's a three point favorite. Over under is set at forty three. Uh. Spencer Sanders in the portal, I believe. Graham Mertz also in the portal, but let's face it, it uh, doesn't matter who's quarterbacking. That team's going to look the same. Um, you're going to see a lot of Chesmo Lucy with Wisconsin, and I like Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin minus three, and I like the under 43 in this one as well. Yeah, I have the under for this one as well. Um, I'm really looking forward to Wisconsin next year. I think they're going to be very good. Maybe not next year, but start building next year with with Fickle. I think they're going to be very good. I think this team is is bound to have a really good future. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I I thought I saw a tweet that said um, North Carolina's offensive coordinator was going there, and then I think I saw another tweet that was like J.K. He's not. So I don't know what's going on there. But if they get if they get him as well, his name's escaping me. I think they're going to be in really good shape. I think I did may have I may have seen that because I think that's why Drake May was in the portal to start and then he took I his thought name I saw out. contradictory tweets. I thought I saw yes. one that said he's in or like they got him and another one that said nope like JK. That, that never really happened. So I don't know what's was happening it, there. Was way, it North Carolina or was it NC State? I believe it was North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, it was North Carolina. I'm not sure. I've been mm, I don't know. I, I'd have to double check that. I'm not I'm not sure on that. Um Military. Wait, did you take under there? Under, under forty three. Took uh, under forty three. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I would not take the over in that one. Um, no. don't trust either of those offenses. Uh, military bowl. Duke, a one point favorite. Yeah, no, one and a half right now. One and a half point favorite over UCF. I do like the blue Duke uh, Blue Devils here. Listen, by the eye test, if you watched both of these teams, you would think that, well, obviously Duke is the more defensive-minded team and UCF is the more offensive-minded team. However, if you look closely at some of their team statistics, they're pretty similar. Um, the Duke only averages one point less than UCF a game, and the Knights are only giving up one more yard a game collectively. Um, I like Riley Leonard. For Duke, he throws fewer interceptions. He is more – he doesn't make a lot of um, – I don't want to say bad throws. Um, risky throws. So I think Duke is a more disciplined team than UCF, and that's why I like I like Duke and Mike Elko to get the job done and cover one and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i also on Duke here. I bet Duke a ton this year, and they won me a bunch of money, uh, especially in the beginning part of the year. I love this Duke team. I think they've done some really good things, and I think they cover this and win, win mm-hmm. fairly easy. Maybe not fairly okay. easy, but confidently. One okay. of those games where the score is close, but not as close as the game actually was. Okay, I like that. Um, Liberty Bowl, Arkansas is still, yep, a three-point favorite over the Kansas Jayhawks. Listen, Kansas was the – was the darling of college football. Uh, they had a few injuries. Uh, Jalen Daniels lost some of that momentum. I'm not sure if Daniels is hundred percent, even if he isn't, you still have Jason Bean there. Um, Kansas has lost six out of their last seven. Um, I think they're missing some of that, sh- that swagger. 
Um, again, Lance Leipold been rumored to a bunch of different bunch of different places during that time. I know he just has his contract extension. Um, I like Arkansas here. KJ Jefferson, I believe, is coming back. He announced. Um, I like Arkansas. I like Arkansas. I think they're a more complete team. I like them more defensively, and I think that's the big thing here. Arkansas is going to be a lot more better defensively. I got Razorbacks minus three. I, I had the same thing for for a lot of the same reason. I know when I was on talking to Nadu earlier in the year when they were like, I think Kansas was like three and zero. He's like they're three and zero, and he's like I don't even know if they're going to make a bowl game. He's like that's how bad I think that they actually are. So he was calling that like week four. So. Uh, I, I think they get exposed here. Arkansas has been a really good team all year, just with some bad, some bad hiccups. So yeah. I'm going to take Arkansas minus three. Yeah. KJ Jefferson, I think was banged up too for a little bit. Um, but yeah. All right. Holiday bowl, um, Oregon 13. Is it still? Yep. 13 and a half point favorite over North Carolina. Um, I love Oregon. Absolutely love the ducks. I have been a guy that says North Carolina were pretenders all year. People had them ranked. Um, in the top 15 and I said, I have no idea how you can put that team in there. They haven't shown anything in losses. They haven't shown anything in wins. They haven't shown that much. Um, they aren't good in the trenches. I think, uh, I think that Oregon is going to be able to run the football on them. I think Bo Nix is going to carve up that defense. Um, Drake may enters the transfer portal and then comes out of the transfer portal. I don't think that's a good look for your team leader. Um, so, yeah, I love Oregon in this, and I think they're going to kick the absolute crap out of them. Oregon, Ducks, 13 and a half. Yep, I'm right there with you. Minus 13 and a half is what I have. They're, they're the better team. My only fear here with this is I, I also like the over a ton. Um, so liking both of them kind of scares me because then I'm saying that UNC has to – has to score there as well. So, but I'm, I'm going to take Oregon to cover by two touchdowns. I think they might even cover the total um, while also covering the spread. Yeah, I don't I don't like that over. I think just because what you just said. Uh, I don't trust – I know North Carolina is the offensive team. I don't trust North Carolina to score that many points against Oregon. And listen, Oregon's not this great defense or anything. But I don't think – ACC does did not have a lot of good defenses this year. Yeah, Clemson and Syracuse a little bit, and that's it. All right, Texas Bowl, Texas Tech, um, is a three point dog. Oh, three and a half point dog against Ole Miss. I I like Texas Tech. This is Ole Miss was the other team that I kind of called pretenders the entire year. Um, the problem with Texas Tech is they are a very mixed bag. You are never know what you're going to see from them. Um, they have a little bit of momentum going in um, to the bowl season with a win over Oklahoma. Um, they got to slow down Jackson Dart and uh, Quinshaw, um, Quinshawn Junkins. Um, again, put this one low. Put this one low in your confidence polls. But I like Texas Tech with the hook here. I also have Texas Tech uh, plus the three and a half, and, and for basically the same reason. I just think that they've been a little bit, a little bit. I don't know. This is one of those like super like close bowl games. But I'm going to take Texas Tech plus the three and a half. All right, nice. Uh, Pinstripe Bowl. Minnesota is a seven point favorite 
over Syracuse. Uh, Joe, what do you what do you like in here? I love Minnesota minus the seven and a half. I don't like the hook there, but I feel like Syracuse was fake good in the first half of the season. Very similar path to Kansas. And then once they played Clemson, then it was it was reality of exactly who Syracuse actually is this year. Um, good on them, though, to, to have that little run there, get ranked. But I think this is Minnesota all game, all day. Yeah, um, if – Schrader doesn't play for Syracuse pound Minnesota yeah. minus seven. Uh, I like Minnesota minus seven regardless. Um, listen, Minnesota eight and four seems like par for the course and go for land. A um, little bit of a disappointment, but as of right now, Mo Ibrahim um, is going to be playing in this game. Uh, the new freshman Salinkowitzki, Salinkowski. Saliakowski, quarterback yeah. for Minnesota now, not Tanner Morgan, but looks just like him. Um, anyway, I think Minnesota's defense has been playing a lot better football. Uh, I like them over uh, Syracuse. Like you said, I think Syracuse, listen, they were gift wrapped that Purdue game. Um, Purdue got absolutely screwed in that game. They shouldn't have won that game. Um, I, I like Gophers here. Again, better defensive team. And I'm going to say it. I think Minnesota's better on offense, too. I think so, too. I, I'm not taking the under here. I thought about it, but I'm not taking it. It's right now at 42. I'm not taking it. Um, but I do like Minnesota. Uh, one of the Cheez-It Bowls. I think this is the Cheez-It Bowl that's in Arizona, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this is the Cheez-It Bowl in Arizona, or is the one in yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's it is. I don't know. There's two of I or or both of them in Orlando. I don't know. It's there's two cheese bowls this year. Um no, because the one's the citrus bowl. Yes, I think this is the one in Arizona. Um yeah. anyway. Yeah, um this is a break. Um so this is gonna be one of those games where again, Dylan Gabriel injured a little bit of the year. I think he's coming back. Florida State, I have to take my hat off to Florida State. Florida State has looked good, has looked decent all year. Okay, nice one against LSU to start the year. They did lose a heartbreaker to NC State, which I was at that game. And I'll tell you what, Florida State did look like the better team. They, they had some funky things happen where they lost. Um, with that being said, Dylan Gabriel is fully healthy. Mims Jr., Braden Willis. Kevin, a little bit of spark. I think this time off is going to help Oklahoma, and we're going to see Oklahoma that we saw a little bit in the beginning of the year. I like Oklahoma to cover here. I like Oklahoma seven and a half. Yeah, this one was tough. I went back and forth for a lot of the same region you said, but I landed on Florida State almost to go back to kind of what we talked about earlier um, with Bowling Green. I just think they're more battle-tested. And I think Oklahoma, It's. I think it's just tough for a team like Oklahoma – that still had some pretty high praise coming in the year to fall completely flat on their face this year and then get up for this game. So I think Florida state, this would mean more to them. And I think, I, I think they're going to show out for it. And I, and like I said, some of those wins earlier in the year, LSU, that was a great win to start the season. I, I just think they're more battle tested. And I like them to come out and cover this. Absolutely. Um, Alamo bowl. Uh, this one we were talking about a little bit before we got on um, Washington versus Texas. Texas five and a half point favorite Joe. You like Washington, right? 
I like Texas. Oh no, you do like Texas. Okay. I like Texas. I like Texas big. See, this one confused me because Washington, uh, you said it before to throw them away. You said before the, the show, throw away rankings, throw away records, throw away that whole thing. You look at this Washington 10 and 2, ranked 12th. Texas 8 and 4, ranked 20th. And they're, I, I understand they're a little bit of home field advantage. They're going to be in, in Texas, or so they're going to be in San Antonio. But you know, no Bijan Robinson, no Rashawn Johnson, no Devarian Overshone. Like Texas is going to be losing, like not going to be having some of their big guys. And Washington looks like they're going to have everybody. And Texas is still going to be favored in this. So that tells me take the Longhorns in it. But I, I don't know. I, I it's just one of those lines that seems like everyone's going to be throwing money on Washington. It's this is that's why I, I that's why I think you got to go. Like, I almost think you bet Texas. And you're like, if I lose this, at least I was on Vegas's side because this is going to have like an 85 plus bet percentage yeah. on Washington. Yeah. So for me, I'd, I'd rather just bet with Vegas here. And I think Texas is a really good team. So, you know, I, I'm i on them minus five. Really good offense. When, when they get rolling, they, they get rolling. And I don't think Washington's defense is that good. I think I'm going to be here's Here's a hot take. I think Washington's defense was better last year. I, I think so too. I think they're going to be really, really good next year with with Penix. with uh, Penix coming back next year. Now, mm-hmm. I, I think I think he's going to have a real chance to win the Heisman next year. And I think they're going to be really, really good. But I, I just like Texas in this one. Yep. Uh, Duke's Mail Bowl, which Jay, I believe Jay will be at, um, oh, nice. and NC State versus Maryland. Maryland is a Maryland is a one and a half point favorite. Um, listen, Maryland football. I always say it. They are an enigma, wrapped in a riddle. Um, NC State was hurt all year. Um, Devin Leary's in the portal. Um, they're on um, not their third string quarterback. I think they're giving the third string guy some uh, some more looks. Um, defensively, they are keeping this team together. I like Maryland. I think Mar again, like similar to Oklahoma. This break is going to really help Maryland because they are thin in the trenches and now they're going to be healthy. They're going to be rested and they got skill guys who can play. Um, no, uh, Dumas, but I think, uh, Talia Tungavaloa has a really big game. Um, I like Maryland minus one and a half. This is my absolute mortal lock of bowl season. That's Maryland's minus one. Really? absolute lock it in with the transfer portal, with everything you already talked about with this, this is a defining moment for Maryland football. Everybody had more expectations for them coming into this year. Mm-hmm. And they, and they, I feel like they met most of them. This is a big game for Maryland. And like, mm-hmm. I, I love them in this game. This is my lock. I even drew a little lock next to it. Just so nice. you know, when I send you a picture of these games, I will say I'm, I was a little hesitant because I watched both these teams live. Okay. I watched NC state play Florida state. And then I watched uh, Maryland get absolutely boat raced by Penn State. And I don't know. I I like Maryland, but like it's still in the back of my mind of Penn State just absolutely mauling them. So I don't know. But I I do like Maryland. I I don't like them. I I don't like them as much as you do, but I do like them. Again, in the confidence poll, this is like a middle of the road pick for me. This is a lock 
lock here for me. All right. Sun Bowl, UCLA minus six and a half versus Pitt. Uh, get this one right now. As soon as you're listening to this, you go and you take UCLA minus six and a half. Dorian Thompson Robinson and Zach Charbonnet have been spotted at UCLA practice. Pitt is losing Kendon Slovis. Take UCLA now. Take them yep. now. Take them now. Pitt is dead. You had your fun. The party's over. You're Kenny stuck Pickett with ain't walking through those doors, baby. You're you're stuck with Narduzzo for Nardbozo for I don't know how long. UCLA lock, lock it in. UCLA minus six next game. Yep. This, Gator this Bowl. Gator, Gator, Gator. Uh, South Carolina versus Notre Dame. South Carolina at two and a half point uh, dogs to Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame will be without Drew Pine. They will be without stud defensive end Isaiah Foskey and stud tight end Michael Mayer. This is a tough, Dame, this is really tough. Notre Dame is playing better ball. They're, but oh, hang on, they they have improved since the year started. But is anyone playing better ball than South Carolina right now? See, you, you say that, but then they finish the year the way they finished the year with the the last game. So they they get the two big wins, and who do they lose to? No, they beat Clemson. They beat Tennessee and Clemson. I thought they had a loss at the end of that. Or did they sandwich one in between? I, they may have sandwiched one in between. I thought they sandwiched a loss in between because they still show you why they haven't. Why they? Are, yeah. So I, I don't know. This this is really tough. Let me see. I think eight and four. Oh no! No, I'm sorry. It was the Florida game was before Tennessee. I thought for some reason Florida was sandwiched in between, but uh, um, lost to Florida and then they beat Tennessee and Clemson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they show spurts of oh my, this is look at this South Carolina team, and then you're like oh my South Carolina, you know it's and we're and we're Beamer guys. Ever like let's I love that. Shane Beamer. Right, we're right. very Beamer. We're very Beamer friendly right. here. Um, I'm gonna take Notre Dame minus two and a half. I think this means a little bit more to Marcus Freeman and putting his stamp on the season. This if he wins this and it covers. It, it builds excitement for next year, and it kind of wipes away the stink of the first two weeks of the season. So here's here's the thing with that. I know what you're saying. I I agree with what you're saying. It's Notre Dame. You switch out Notre Dame's name with, I don't freaking know, Washington? South Carolina. South, no, no, no. <laughs> no. South Carolina with, like, someone else. Yeah. Okay? And, like, South Carolina beats – Tennessee, they beat their rival, dreaded rival Clemson. They're riding high. It's like, eh, they're going to – are they going to dip now because their season's over. This is just a bonus. This is just a cherry on top. But you're playing Notre Dame. And even though we like to make jokes about Notre Dame isn't relevant and this and that, it, when those gold helmets, you're going to get – everyone's best game because you're playing Notre Dame. And I think they're still going to bring some juice to be here in his guys. Um, but like I said, if this was like Notre Dame was like Washington or like someone else, that's a, still a good power, but not on that level. I don't think it holds as much weight, but because yeah. it's Notre Dame, I think Beamer's guys are going to show up and play, but 
Um, I, yeah, I got, I got Gamecocks. Where, where's the, oh, we don't have the Kevin thing anymore. Yeah. Um, sad. Cox. Uh, Arizona Bowl. This one, this one's kind of a weird one, just kind of sandwiched in a bunch of like big programs. Yeah. This game. This one should be like, it should be played a week earlier, but, uh, Barstool, Arizona Bowl. Uh, we got Ohio, a one point favorite over Wyoming. Um, Here's the deal. If Curtis Rourke was playing, I would be Ohio by 10, by double digits. But he's not. And no offense to C.J. Harris. He does complete 60% of his passes. He is not Curtis Rourke. Curtis Rourke, for the people listening, has been mentioned on the show before, Mac Player of the Year in that air raid Bobcat offense. Uh they would have won the Mac if he would have stayed uh, healthy. I 100% believe that. And if you don't believe that, you haven't been paying attention. I like Ohio. I don't love it. Um, but I think Ohio's defense has been playing better on the ropes because they're, they've been putting, they're, they were putting more pressure situations. And I think that is going to, te- that has been testing them lately. Give me Bobcats. I don't I don't love it though. Yeah, this is a dart game. Just throw a dart, whatever it lands on, bet that one. I'm taking Ohio minus one as well because I just this is gonna be so tight. It's gonna be a coin flip. Yep. All right. This is some big ones here. Tennessee versus Clemson. Clemson. Six and a half, and it might get worse than that. Let me tell you something. Clemson Tigers have one of the best defensive lines in the country. They are going to get after the quarterback. And, Joe, do you know who is starting a quarterback for Tennessee? I actually don't. Who is starting instead of Hooker? A man by the name of Joe Milton III. Oh, you know what? I did know that. He is still playing. I even put that on my notes. Yes, he is still playing. <laughs> um, listen, I've we've seen Joe Milton. Joe Milton is not Hendon Hooker. Clemson is going to their that defense is going to be all over Joe Milton. Um, and here's the thing: we've said Clemson has some struggles on offense. Tennessee struggles on defense. And is Klubnik? He again more of a he looks like he that off on offense looked like it had a little bit of a spark. I know they're going against North Carolina, but North Carolina and Tennessee's defenses are kind of similar. I know Tennessee's defense probably a little bit better, but yeah. I I think Clemson's gonna have a little bit of spark with Clubnick. I love Clemson in this matchup. And it oh, it'd be so great. It'd be so great for all those volunteer people to go to the Orange Bowl and be like, oh, we got a major bowl. We're going to show that we belong and then just lose. Think about – hang on. Joe, I don't want to get too off topic. (laughs) Think about how you must feel as a Tennessee fan to have all of the years of torture. Okay? You have all those years of torture. And then you finally get there. The, the coaching carousel and the, the Shiano firing and all of this crazy turmoil. 
And all we got to do is beat South Carolina and you lose. Get rocked. And you, and you, yeah, you get rocked. You just lose. They got, they, Spencer Rattler made you his, his, uh, baby boy. And (laughs) you, then you go, you, you beat the crap out of Vandy. And now you got to play the Orange Bowl. Like, hey, we're going to prove that this year wasn't a fluke. Okay. Good luck against Clemson. Clemson, who's down. Down, a down Clemson team. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Clemson, six and a half. I love it. I'm with you. Uh, I have Clemson minus six and a half here as well. Um, for pretty much everything you said, I know how much you enjoy watching Tennessee lose. Uh, so I'm not going to bleed too much into it, but I, I, I think this is kind of the capper for them for the season. If Hendon Hooker was playing, this line would be minus seven and a half the other way, but he's not. So I say take Clemson minus six and a half here. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, a lot, I love Josh Heupel. I love Jay Arnold. Jay says all this, these good things about Josh Heupel, by the way. Loves yeah. he absolutely loves Josh Heupel. Had a little bit of a, a it's the fans. It's their fans are awful. It's their fans. I love Hendon Hooker. I think Hendon Hooker is I, absolutely I electric. I wish he played somewhere. Else. Yes, absolutely. I, I liked him when he was at Tech, but it's their fans, and I don't nice. like some of their other guys. Some yeah. of their other guys just rub me the wrong way. Um, all right. Uh, December thirty first, New Year's Eve. Uh, the we're gonna start with the bowl of the year. If that's where you're going, the what bowl? The sicko bowl of the year. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we got <laughs> uh, Iowa. Oh, this line went up. Iowa is a two and a half point favorite right now over Kentucky. Um, Here's the deal. Disgusting bowl game. I was on the third string quarterback because Alex Padilla just transferred. Spe- Spencer Petrus is hurt. So they're on the third string quarterback. But again, like Wisconsin, is the offense really going to change? No. It's, it's, it's going to be what it's, it's not going to get any worse. Um, Kentucky's losing Will Levis, which you, you and I have both said, Will Levis is not, we don't believe it. Will Levis is going to get uh, an NFL executive fired. Yes. Oh, okay. big time. <laughs> um, and listen, I love Will Levis. I liked him when he was at Penn State. He's a tough warrior, gritty guy. He's just not a first round draft pick. Um, here's the deal. Iowa is a lot better defensively than Kentucky. Yes. Iowa has that identity. Um, and they're they're gonna fly around with that football. Um I, I think they would be talked about as having the best defense in the country if their offense doesn't didn't handcuff them. Um, but they do. So no one really talks about them as much. Plus, it's Iowa. So I like Iowa. Um, I like Iowa minus two and a half and also under, under 31 and a half. That's disgusting. I'm taking Iowa minus two and a half. I'm not touching the over and under because they're just daring you. It's like everybody knows it's going to go under. So I almost feel like it has to go over. So I'm not touching it. It's like a personal challenge. Vegas is trying to put on everybody. It's like every army Navy game, which finally went over for the first yeah, time in a while. It's overtime. Yeah, because overtime. Um, Sugar Bowl action. Um, Alabama. Is Bryce Bryce Young playing? I don't know. And here's the other thing, Joe. 
Kansas State is a three and a half point dog only. Yeah. I, listen, that makes me think Bryce Young is not going to play. No, and th- that it makes me feel like Bryce Young is not going to play. And here's the deal, man. Like Saban also went on TV and said these games don't matter. He went on television and says only the playoff matters. So I, in that way, I would say Bryce Young isn't playing. Also, Alabama is going to play the we don't want to be there card. Kansas State, you might say, well, is Kansas State going to be let down? I don't think so. I I think there's enough time has gone by and reset. Deuce Vaughn, Will Howard are going to have great games. Alabama, this Alabama team is very talented, grossly talented, but they are not as disciplined as these older Alabama teams. No Bryce Young. Give me Kansas State. Give me the Wildcats plus three and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. That's why I asked because I thought before I heard the Saban comments, I thought Bama's going to go one or two ways with this. They're either going to do what they're doing, which is we don't care. Nobody's going to play. Or two, they're going to say, okay, you left us out of the playoffs. Let me show you why that was a mistake and just beat the brakes off of Kansas State. But it's not going that way. Kansas State's probably going to win this outright as is. So, But I'm going to take I think they. Well, I just think they're they're going to be more up for this game. One and two, they're going to control the clock the whole game. They're going to run the ball and they're going to control. Because I can't imagine Will Anderson's going to play. Like, there's no reason for him if he's going to the NFL. Probably not. Yeah, he's not going to play. There's no reason for him to play. So who are you going to have to stop that ball? I I think they pound the rock. I think they win outright. It's going to be fun watching Alabama try and uh, catch Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, it's going to be. Dude, he's a Jay and I talked about it last week. He he so much of Darren Sproles, and I know everyone talks about it because they both went to Kansas State, but it's it's very eerie. Uncanny. It is is uncanny. Um, all right, playoff game: Michigan oh, versus TCU. Let's, let's skip over the playoff. Let's go. Wanna, okay, want to go? Let's okay, yeah, we can go back. Yeah. We can go back to the playoff. Yeah. Um, all right, let's January second, not on New Year's Day this year because of the NFL, of course. Um, okay. Um. Ah, shoot. We're going to have to talk about it. Um, Mississippi State versus Illinois. Um, So uh, as we're recording this right now, um, Mike Leach is in uh, critical condition. Um, Bill Snyder, uh, right before we came on the podcast, uh, Bill Snyder put out a tweet um, saying – uh, condolences to Mike Leach's family uh, yeah, prematurely insane. prematurely saying that Mike Leach has passed away. Um, it's uh, Bill Snyder. He's just old. He's just an old man. This is why old men over 80 should not drive or be on social media. Um, but listen, college football world is definitely pulling for Mike Leach. He is a national treasure. Uh, really, um, reinvented the college offense as an offensive coordinator, um, a pioneer, really. Um, listen, I was a little tough on him with his shtick this year, uh, especially after one of his players um, died um, and he was ripping his team. But listen, Mike Leach is national treasure. Uh, always loved it. It's characters like him that make college football so great. Um, we're pulling for him. We're pulling through. Um, now, putting that aside, 
I do think Illinois is better. Um, I love their defense with Ryan Walters. Uh, Illinois is going to play conservative football and control it. Um, they are going to make Mississippi State earn everything on offense. And because of that, I think Mississippi State is going to make a mistake or two and cost them. I like the fighting Illini minus two here. Illinois is the better team. Illinois should win this game. They should cover. Mississippi State will win this game, and they will cover. Mississippi State, for everything that's going on, this is exactly what the, like, the script has already been written. Yeah. But prayers up for Mike Leach. He is like one of a kind. I love Mike Leach. He's one of my favorite. He's, he's one of those guys. He, I had a professor in college who was an absolute a-hole in the first – week of of class week week and a half of class and then after that he was super nice and i remember somebody asked him like what was that all about like a totally different person and he was like well i act like an a-hole for the first week and a half to get people to to change classes so that way i get a smaller group and i get people that want to be here that's Mm -hmm. mike he's one of those guys that like you Mm -hmm. know for his guys he he'd do anything for yep mississippi state is going to get up for this game and they're going to win this game no matter yeah. what happens, and you know, like I said, prayers up that he he makes it through. But no matter what happens, they're going to win this game. Yeah, this is one where I'm I might change my I might change my mind on this later on. Uh, as of right now, when I was look doing this, when I was kind of like researching and stuff, I had Illinois. Illinois is the better. Might, team. I might still team. take. I might still take Illinois, but I don't know. It it kind of all depends right now. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Citrus Bowl, LSU versus Purdue. There's so too much uncertainty what's going on with Purdue right now. Uh, yeah. their, def- their defense, and this, you know what, Joe? And here's the thing, and, and you're a Big Ten guy, so so you're I, I want your opinion on this. Purdue is going to lose, Purdue's lost Jeff Brown, they're going to lose a defensive line coach. They're, I think, they're losing an offensive coach as well. I don't know if Charlie Jones is playing, I don't know if Aiden O'Connell is playing. Okay, there's definitely. Judging by the line, it, it seems like they're not. Um, I know Purdue's going to be missing their best defensive player, uh, their corner, which I cannot think of his name right now. LSU got a bunch of some guys in the portal too. I don't know if it's anyone that big. But here, here's the deal. There's a good chance LSU is going to blow Purdue out of the water. And then the, and then the South is going to bump their chest and be like, oh, see what we did to your – to uh, your team that was in the uh, the Big Ten championship, and be like, dude, like they lost their coach, they lost like two other coaches. They, I don't know these these, these people. They 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 don't understand context. They don't understand critical thinking. But listen, that's just what happens in the South. They're just not they're they're just not thinkers. They they're I don't know. They they just they don't have cognitive functioning that you and I have. <laughs> but anyway, um, if O'Connell and Jones play, I I really do like Purdue ten and a half, especially with the hook. Yeah, if Jones and O'Connell don't play, y- you might want to take LSU just because LSU is going to have more athletes. Um, I would have loved to see both of these teams play full strength yeah. because I really I really do think Purdue could beat them. I really do. I think they could too. I'm riding with you though. I, I'm playing it safe by taking LSU. And it sounds weird to say play it safe by taking minus ten and a half, but I'm taking minus ten and a half because I do think that LSU 
I think everything's going to fall apart for Purdue. And I think this is going to be not like an, a bowl game you get excited for. This is going to be a bowl game that's like, okay, we just need to get through this to get on to planning for next season. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And if they still had Braum, I, I would, again, this isn't one of those games where, okay, the coaches leave. No, this is, this is a little bit different. Brahm's gone. Charlie Jones is probably not playing. Aiden O'Connell had just had a death in the family. Like he's probably not going to be fired up to play in this Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Um, they put their hearts out on the line against Michigan. And like, if this was a normal year, Purdue would be fired up to play in the Citrus Bowl. But it's not. There's just all those factors that are going against them. And LSU will win. And LSU is going to thump their chest. And the SEC fans are going to chant SEC the entire time. And it's going to drive me up a freaking wall. Um, <laughs> God, you stupid hillbillies. All right. Um, the Cotton Bowl. I'm a little surprised by this. This is going to be what, maybe the best game. Maybe the best <laughs> game of both season. Um, so here's the thing. Caleb Williams, probably probably not playing. I I can't imagine he is. Why why get him hurt worse? I yeah, I can't imagine he is because of that. But two, the line alone tells me that he's not playing, minus one. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I still think this is gonna be a great game. Like a really good game. So I have Green Wave plus one and a half. I I'm taking USC minus one and a half. I think no matter what, I think this is going to be this is I think it's going to be a battle, but I think it's going to come down to one team is USC, one team is Tulane, and at the end of the day, that's really hard to compete with for an entire game. And I think no, it, I, the, yep. I just think at the end of the day, it, it ends up like one thing goes USC's way, where it's like, yeah, that guy's just a little bit more athletic than what we have. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And listen, Tulane, you, you know the other thing that's scaring me? The over-under. Really? The over, the over 61, okay? I, I, or sorry, the over-under 61. I love over 61 in this because Tulane has a really good offense. USC's defense is not good. We not saw that against Utah. Yeah. And, and, it, and listen, Utah – Utah's not really setting the world on fire on offense like they were last year. Um, I like Tulane just because they're just going to keep playing points on them. And USC is going to keep scoring, and Tulane's going to keep scoring, and it's going to be whoever has the ball last is going to win this game. Exactly. Yep. So I'm going to go with Tulane. I, I feel like a lot of people are going to be putting money down on USC, and I think I'm going to be on Vegas' side on this. So it's going to be close because it's either it's either the public is going to see USC and hammer it, or the public's going to think, "Oh, uh, no, Caleb, I, I I'm smarter than the books, and I'm going to hammer Tulane." So it's going to go one way or the other. Where the public's going to be all over one side, it just depends on what like the public, what the media pushes out. Right. All right. Um. So Rose Bowl, baby, uh, the granddaddy of them all, which doesn't really feel like the granddaddy of them all because it's not the, in the playoff, which that's another conversation. But um, this is the last traditional Rose Bowl game. This is the last one with a bowl tie-in. Um, we got Penn State versus Utah. Uh, both teams will be without their best corner and their leading receiver. So I – Penn State's a two-point underdog in this. 
And I do like I like Penn State again. You call me a homer all you want. Um, I like Penn State. I like Penn State outright. And this is why Utah's offense has not played against. I I believe that Utah's offense hasn't played a defense as good as Penn State's all year. I don't think they're, they're gonna. They've seen a pass rush this good. Um, Chop Robinson and PJ Mustafer, I think, are going to have really big games for Penn State. Um, getting after Cam Rising, trying to force again. The Pac-12 does not have good defenses. That Utah offense is not as good as it was last year, and I think Penn State. Yes, they're going to struggle on offense, but if they can play the field position game with Utah with like I think they can and really get after Cam Rising who is come remember was banged up earlier in the year I think Penn State wins this game outright and I think I'm finally please I'm going to finally witness Penn State win at Rose Bowl so but I think I, it's going to happen I do think you're going to see them win a Rose Bowl however I think this game plays a very different style in which you're envisioning, I think we're going to get a lot of points in this game. And oh. I think more it has – I think if you lose a top corner versus a top receiver, I think it does more to the defense than it does for the offense. I like I like both of these quarterbacks to, mm-hmm. to not only throw one but run one in. I think both of them are going to be out there just scrambling. I just think you're going to see – I think – Quarter one is going to be a little bit slower, and then I think they're going to both settle in and, and really start slowing out around mm-hmm. around the yard. I like both of these offenses to get close to, if not in the thirties, but I think over fifty two is is I think over fifty two is a hit. So I like what you said there because I will say this, um, and for the non Penn State people that listen, I know this is going to sound like a hot take, but. I think Penn State has one of the best secondaries in the country, even without Joey Porter. Um, I mean, they're they're really good, and and we were talking good. earlier. I think next year, because of this team's youth, I think Penn State's going to be one of the best teams in the country next year. Yeah, I, I do, and we talked about it a little bit before. Um, I do think they have a little bit of holes that they need. They need a one or two defensive linemen. They need a really big, like. They re- need a really big interior defensive lineman. Um, they're going to need a receiver or two with Parker Washington go, going pro. But in this game, in the last – they remember, they didn't have Joey Porter for most of the second half of the year because he had appendicitis. Only played a little bit in the Michigan State game. And, you know, you have guys there. You you know, Kalen King's on the other side. You have Daquan Hardy at nickel. You have um, – uh, Oh, what the, uh, you have Johnny Dixon, like you have guys there, you know, and, you know, Tig Brown, this is going to be Tig Brown's going away game. Um, you know, you have Jalen Reed, Keaton Ellis, like Zeke, Zaki Wheatley. Um, Joe, I want you to remember the name Zaki Wheatley because they, he is a freshman that is going to be a bit, I'm telling you, is going to be a big name down the line. Um, Listen, just like earlier in the, I don't know if you were on the show, where I said Olu Fashinu was going to be one of the best linemen um, Penn State puts out. And everyone's like, I don't even know who the heck that is. He's like, he's only played like two games. And now he's coming back this year, but he was like projected a second round pick. So, wow. 
I kind of know what's going on a little bit, but <laughs> I do like Penn State's chances. Again, Penn State's offense could 100% crap the bed in this one. I, I could foresee that happening too in Penn State fashion, but um, the run game too. If Penn State can run the football, Utah's defensive line is a little young. It's going to be a long Penn, day for Utah if they, if they can run the if, football. If, they, if Penn State can run the football – I, I do think it's going to be a long day for Utah because, again, Penn State is out linemen, but they're a little bit – they're in the sophomores and juniors and a couple seniors in there. So yeah. I think it's going to be some veteran guys against some younger Utah dudes. So I I think Penn State has a shot to win this game. God, if they could – if they can win a Rose Bowl, I, I – I would be so happy. The last Rose Bowl, essentially. Again, the the, the last traditional, like the last traditional Rose Bowl, and to know James Franklin won it. Oh my God, that would do so much for me. <laughs> that would do so much. Um, all right, uh, let's talk about some playoff games here. Um, Peach Bowl, Georgia versus Ohio State. Uh, Bulldogs are the best team in the country, but you have Ohio State here getting a second chance who has a bunch of really good offensive skill guys. Um, I'm telling you, I, I don't know if Ohio State's going to win this football game. I don't. I think Georgia does win this football game because I do think Georgia offensively is better than what people think. But I'm going Buckeyes to cover in this one. I think the Buckeyes cover. What line? Six and a half. Six and a half. I, I agree with you on a lot there. I agree with you. I, I love the new life idea. That's why I can't wait for 12 team playoff because you're going to get teams like Alabama who are going to say, okay, like, you know, you left us out. We made some mistakes, but now we're going to try to, I think you're going to see a lot of really great rematches in the college football playoff when they expand up yeah. to 12. And I know the, you know, media would love another Ohio state, Michigan uh, rematch this year in the championship. I, it, it would be my personal hell. Um, but with all that being said, Georgia is the best team, and they're the best team by a mile. Georgia minus six and a half. I do think this game is going to be close until it's not, and then I think that at the end of the at the end you're going to see a very similar game to what we saw. I think Bama and uh, Georgia last year in the national championship, where it's battling back and forth, back and forth. One team gets up, the other one gets up, and then boom, there's going to be CJ Stroud's going to throw a very ugly pick that Georgia's going to either take back for a pick six or it's just going to be the game changer and end any type of comeback drive. I love Georgia minus six and a half here. Everybody wants this to be an Ohio state revenge game. I think what Jim Harbaugh, and I hate to say it because I hate him with every fiber of my body. What he's done the last two years is he's ripped the veil off of Ryan day. And I think a lot of people are seeing that he is not a good coach. He's just a guy who's managing a program that essentially runs itself. Georgia. Minus six and a half. Jay Arnold said it best. He is Alexander the Great taking over the great empire of Macedonia. Or as Jay called yes. it, Macedonia. Yes. Um, some people are born on third. Okay. Uh, speaking of Jimmy Harbaugh, uh, Michigan, number two versus um, TCU, ranked third. Uh, TCU, the committee did the right thing, keeping TCU in there. Um Right now, this line is it still minus eight? What do you got? 
Uh, let's see here. I still, I have, uh, yeah, I have Michigan minus eight. Uh, I've, I see seven and a half. Okay, you see seven and a half. Um, here's, here's a prediction. TCU is going to be winning this game at halftime, and right. Michigan's going to win by eight. I hope not. Michigan is going to cover TCU. It, it, like every game Michigan has played, uh, they're going to be tied or down at half, and Michigan is going to just wear them down. TCU has not played a team as big and physical as Michigan all year. I, I agree. And I hate to say it because I love Max Duggan. I love that TCU team. I love the hypnotoad. I love everything about it. But I think Michigan, um, I think Michigan wins this game, and I think it's one of those they're gonna wear them down. And again, it's gonna be close until it isn't. So Mich- Michigan, minus eight. Is there any part of you though that thinks because here I, I tend to agree that I think Michigan is gonna win. I don't I don't see a scenario in which TCU does win, except mm-hmm. for one, and that is you kind of touched on it, where Michigan does what they do, they come out slow, TCU leads in the first half is there any part of you that can fathom a world where Duggan and company can do just enough in the second half to where they don't have to win the second half they just have to be tied i think that offense is good enough to hang with a michigan offense but i will say michigan's quarterback play is probably the most under talked about part of the team and it's really improved throughout the year so I think he can go toe-to-toe, but I will say if Michigan ends up finding themselves down at half too much, I don't think they're going to find it as easy to come back against this TCU team. Defensively, I, I think Michigan will be able, have no problem going up against that TCU defense. But I think offensively, I think Max Duggan has a little bit more in the tank than anybody else they've seen. Yeah. But for me, I'm taking over 58 and a half here. I think we're going to see some points in this game. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to touch that. Um, I do like, like I said, I like my uh, Michigan minus eight, but that eight, that eight's scary. Eight, not eight's seven. A tough it's not seven. It's eight. Yeah, that's the tough. tough part about it. That is tough. And and I I can see Max Duggan and them just doing just enough to keep it close. Like it's like one of those games where it, it's handled in the in the second half, but like they just they're just still there. They you keep know? yeah. They I think the, keep it there. the only thing that scares me about that is that we saw what K-State did to them, yeah. and K-State is like a generic version of Michigan's offense where they're going to be able to run it and pound the rock and wear you down. And so if K-State can do it, then Michigan should have no problem doing it. And the thing that I think it's going to happen is TC is going to start loading the box towards like third-ish quarter, and then that's where J.J. McCarthy is either going to hit them with something long – or what happened against Penn State and Purdue, they're going to load it, and then one missed tackle, and, boom, and it's, it's off yep. the races. Because you can't – when you get gashed four, five, four, three, four, five, you're going to start moving, guys. And if you're not gap sound – I say this almost every week talking about Michigan. If you're not gap sound and you're just going to beat them with speed, you're not going to do it. You're not going to beat Michigan with speed. You're going to meet them meeting those linemen in the hole and either creating a pile or being gap sound to let your linebackers fill. That's the only way you beat them, and you beat them with big, strong men. Georgia 
is the team that can beat up Michigan. I don't think there's another team that can do it because no one is as big and as physical as them. So, yeah. So I like Michigan, but yeah. National championship. I think we both are leaning towards it being a Georgia, Michigan national championship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play handicapper right now. I'm going to tell you if those two meet, that's going to be Georgia minus two and a half. It's going to be either minus two and a half or it's going to be Ooh. minus three. So do you know what it is right now on one of these books oh, that no. I'm seeing? I didn't even know. On the, on the one book I'm looking at right now, if it, Michigan and Georgia were to play tomorrow, it'd be Georgia favored by seven and a half. Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll tell you right now, if that's the case, sign me up for Michigan plus seven and a half. I don't think that they win, but I think that's a field goal game. So how about this? Between all the scenarios, between all the scenarios, the playoff games and all the scenarios afterwards, the the closest line, okay? Okay, of all the different scenarios, all the different scenarios that it could be and the current playoff spots, what do you think the closest line is? Would with have. the current with the current playoff games and all the future the all the future scenarios what do you think's the the closest line and who do you think has it I think it would have to be Ohio State Michigan You're correct and I would say it would be Michigan minus two and a half three three yeah Ohio yeah. State is favored get out of here. Yep. Still, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so Here's right the, now, if TCU, TCU Georgia, TCU yeah. Georgia is Georgia's favored by fifteen and a half. Mm-hmm. If TCU Ohio State, Ohio State would be favored by ten and a half. And then we just talked Georgia Michigan. Georgia's favored by seven and a half. Yeah, I would take I would take Michigan. Uh, I think Michigan Georgia wins, but Michigan keeps it close. I, I if it if it's seven and a half, I think Michigan's the play. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Joe, anything else to add? No, that's it. That was a good. That was a good hour and a half there of going through the bowl. I'll, I'll say right now, it's kind of bowl season has been put on the back burner with the Eagles so far. Getting excited for Friday. Now I'm even more excited. Well, you know, I have. Uh, I like the Dolphins, so I'm in a never-ending, revolving door of hell. So, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. Every time I get my hopes up with that team, they just, they seven and nine, up. seven and nine, eight and eight, sometimes nine wins and get your ass kicked in the playoff. Um, it just happens. But, uh, thank thanks, Joe, for coming in. Always a pleasure when I have you on. Uh, you can te- yeah. check out uh joe with are, are you with mr nadu we're we're usually i'm usually on at least once or twice a week over at barcel uh barcel's live streams you can check it out on their twitter youtube facebook we're usually out there we were on today monday talking a little college hoops but usually on like one or two days a week over there very cool um make sure and you know if, if you've clicked on this through twitter i'll definitely gonna tag uh, Joe's definitely going to be tagged here. Uh, he'll be tagged on Instagram and everything like that. So make sure you guys go and follow Joe. Great hit, great gambler. Uh, Joe, uh, he has a sub stack as well, which you could uh, subscribe to. Let's so make sure out. you guys do that. He's always giving out winners. Um, but 
guys, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Um, make sure you keep uh, Coach Leach in your thoughts if you're a college football fanatic like I am, like Joe is and Jay. Um, he's definitely one of those characters that make the sport great. So make sure you uh, keep Coach Leach in your thoughts. Um, hopefully the guy pulls through it because we need him to pull through it so we can hear the rant he will go on at the podium explaining his heart attack on afterwards we we need the man to pull through because if he does pull through that first press conference is going to be absolute fire it's going to be must watch tv so keep mike leach in your thoughts um from all of us here welcome to bowl season and as always have a great week